Good morning and welcome. It's a hump day. Happy Wednesday. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And what another, just another day in the life here. Uh, Wall Street, oblivious. You know, it's like the lifestyle of the rich and famous, right? The Wall Street crowd. Uh, Apple is a $2 trillion company now. Uh, as it dominates uh, the financial well-being. Jim Cramer, uh, if you caught him this morning, if you're an idiot box listener, he is the main personality. Uh, Notice how he said personality, right? Because he's not a reporter. He's a personality. His job is to keep you interested in buying stocks. Was out today and said, hey, the stock market in Main Street, not even close. Uh, Rarely had some... Some scary words about what the real health of America is, and and I agree with them. I mean, when you look underneath it, and you see when you see what I see, you see what he sees. Uh, not a great picture. We're going to talk about Vegas today. Uh, how about Florida? You know, we haven't talked a lot about Florida. You know, Disney. I think that's Disney World, right? Disneyland in California that hasn't opened. Disney World in Florida. It was, you know, the uh, partial open. It's been so bad there that they've actually closed two of the hotels that they had opened that normally if they would have gotten the full crowd that they were going to allow, those hotels would have been full. They've shut them. They've reduced the park hours. In other words, now the parks aren't even open as long um, and Epcot closing two hours earlier, all the other parks an hour earlier, uh, more layoffs now. They're starting to lay people off there. The the uh, uh, Things like that get you worried, like Las Vegas, huge problems there. And, of course, I was telling you right from the get-go, because I've got friends uh, that, that do the Vegas thing, uh, ghost town, and now you have to start worrying about uh, where's all the money going to come from? We had earnings out from Walmart yesterday. They were spectacular. I mean, they really were. I was like, wow. And I knew, you know, a lot of people were, you know, buying that toilet paper at Walmart. Uh, but they put a note in that said sales in August have taken a dramatic fall. Of course, what, what's happened, right? The, no one's got any money. Uh, the extra $600 as of today. And remember, I told you this was going to be difficult. As of today, only seven states have even said that they will follow the executive order. All seven of the states that said yes have all declined to do the extra $100. So the most people are going to get is $300. Uh, the problem is, even for those seven states, I've already told you this, there's, there's the red tape nightmare. So they really, by the time that it ever really happens, uh, they need Congress to act. Here's the problem, though. Congress isn't there. They're gone. They left. They went home. We'll see. I'm telling you right now, uh, something something really stinks to high heaven. And, And the thing that makes me angry is they always bail out Wall Street. They very rarely 
bail us out. And and again, there should be no bailouts. Obviously, there should. I mean, freedom and prosperity are gained through what? Through failure. I mean, it is. You, you got to fail. You pick yourself up and you keep going. And now, uh, think about this. Think about the world we're living in today. You're a business owner. And you know how hard it is? And you know, you got to have the chetzpah you got to have to say, you know what, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to rely on me. Right? This is, this is what America was founded on. And all of a sudden, you're, you're a bar owner. You can't open. You're a gym. Right? You're, you're a gym. You can't open. And I know a lot of guys out there, and I'm not going to mention any names, but they're 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 running it, you know. They're opening anyway because they got to feed themselves, they got to feed their family. But you know, the big time gyms, they can't open. Can't open. I mean, did you ever imagine we would live in 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 an age where we're telling people, "Sorry, you can't earn a living. You cannot uh, pursue happiness uh, in the United States." And this is really. You know what we're up against here, and, and you and you start to think about the message that it sends, right? And I, I've already talked to you about the millennials and how this is the second time they've been told you don't have to pay your bills, and now now think about the the small business guy. And let's face it, this is really what and this was what Kramer was talking about. You know, for the for the S and P five hundred and the Nasdaq and the Dow Jones, you know that that's fantasy land, right? 80 percent of America is small business, still is, and you're now telling a guy, "Hey, don't open a business, don't open, don't take the risk." I mean, isn't that the message? Because you don't know, hey, government could close you down, and then you know you think about, it, "Hey, I got employees, I got my family, I got their families," and and the burden is immense. Believe me. And I, all you small business owners, you know it. You know, there's always times when it gets something, right? You, you, it keeps you up at night. Right? You don't, you don't want to lay people off. Right? These people, they work for you. They, a lot of them, they work for you for years. Right? They become part of the fabric and, uh, of your business, part of your family. And, and it's just, I mean, it's dangerous times. Really, really is. Patriot Radio News Hour. When we get back, we're going to talk about. How many people are we really talking about that aren't paying their mortgages? We'll talk about that next. 800-951-0592, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. Now, remember yesterday they were talking about a skinny deal. Now he's saying that the Democrats are just unwilling, unwilling to make a reasonable deal. And, and I'm going to tell you why they're unri- uh, unwilling. It's much, much bigger than we thought. You know, yesterday I told you about FHA, the biggest jump on record for people not paying their mortgages. 15% of all FHA loans are no longer being paid. And now now we're starting to get all the government agencies. They're like, yeah, Fannie, Freddie, uh, Jenny May, all of them are, are reporting very, very similar statistics. And again, and, and I, you know, what did they think was going to happen? But here's something we haven't talked about. What about the renters? 
Now, according to government data, about 40% of the country are renters. So 60% are homeowners, 40% are renters. And really, most of these quote-unquote homeowners, they're glorified renters, right? I mean, I mean, that's just what it is. In Las Vegas, they're, they're saying that the tsunami will start next month. But according to uh, eviction tracking nationwide, this is all just for renters. 40 million people are at risk of eviction nationwide. This is the the, uh, Aspen Institute put the data together. So 40 million renters are not paying. We don't know how long. Some of them, maybe August was your first time. For a lot of them, though, they haven't been paying since March or April, and now the government moratoriums are over. States, it depends on the state. Some states have extended. Some states haven't extended. But now it's at the point, think again, think about if you're a landlord. Hey, I got to pay the mortgage on this property that's being rented. I got to get this person out of there. I don't want to get them out of there, but I, I got to be able to pay. Las Vegas. Maybe one of the city's hardest hit. They're saying that forty-seven uh, percent of the households in Clark County are residents. So Clark County—that's Las Vegas. Okay. So that county alone, they're higher than the national average. National average is forty percent. Clark County, hey, about half the population rents. According to the the estimates, thirty-eight percent of all rentals are unemployed. 38% of the renters are unemployed. I mean, this is a massive, massive number, and it doesn't matter. Pick your city. Now, maybe you don't have 50% of your population as renters. But if you look at it and say, okay, 40% of the people that live in my town that live in my city, that live in my state, rent. And of that, 30 to 40% of them aren't paying. These are unprecedented numbers. Because you got to remember, here's the thing, you got to follow the chain. First of all, it's horrible for these people. What a horrible position to be in. And you start thinking about, okay, that's bad. But then you think about the, the, the loans. Who owns the loans on these apartment complexes? Who owns the loans on these houses? Who owns the loans on these condos, right? I mean, there's a daisy chain here. And now how many of these loans are not getting paid? So if, let's just say, hypothetically, we'll use Vegas as the example, 38% aren't paying. That's, that's a big number. Nobody has a business model of, hey, let's build an apartment complex, and we can make money if it's uh, 40% empty. 
No. That math doesn't add up. Right? I mean, you need these apartments to be, you know, 90, 95% full. And then you need to have 95% of them paying their rent. That's how that that's how it works. So now you sit there, you got these these people in there. Right? There may be 90, 95% occupancy. The problem is, right, hey, 40% of them aren't paying you. And then, so now it goes, okay, the person holding those notes doesn't make their payments. Next thing you know, again, the daisy chain continues. Who's holding the note? So you got the guy paying on the note, but what bank holds the note? And what these banks do, and we know this, right? We learned this with the housing crisis. They tear them up into little tiny pieces. They do. They'll take a couple of, of apartments in Las Vegas and a couple of apartments in Phoenix and a couple in San Diego and a couple in L.A. Throw in Seattle and Chicago and Florida. And you, throw, you go to Dallas and Austin and you go to New York City and you throw one in from Cleveland and Dayton and Syracuse and Johnstown and, and, and uh, Longmont and, and all over the place. Right? And they've got, next thing you know, They've got hundreds of apartment complexes touching potentially every state in the country worth hundreds of billions of dollars. And they tear them all up into little pieces. Okay, Just imagine, just in your mind, visualize hundreds of, of, of paper contracts worth billions of dollars and they start tearing them up. And they tear them into little pieces, and then they mix them all up in a pot, right? They just mix them up and mix them up and mix them up. And, and they, they uh, let's just say there's $100 billion worth. And it's all torn up into little itty-bitty pieces. And they start doling it out. Right? They go, okay, uh, J.P. Morgan, here's... $5 billion worth of itty-bitty pieces, right? So you've got a little piece of a couple of places in Vegas and Phoenix and Anchorage, Alaska, and one in Honolulu. I mean, just fractions of these, totaling $5 billion. They call that securitized. See, it's safer. Hey, we don't own the note to any one property, right? Because that could be risky. Right? You know, Vegas goes up and down, up and down, right? That could be risky. So instead, we spread it out across the whole country and see that's safer. Unfortunately, the whole country is shut down. And so now you start thinking about, okay, at the end, at the end of this daisy chain, it starts with the people living in the rental unit. And it's horrible. Right? My heart goes out. Again, I, I, I don't know, you know, what's the right answer? Right? You ask 100 people, you get 50 different answers. Right? I'm one of those guys that says, hey, we got to reopen. We got to deal with this like we've dealt with every other one that's come before it. It's going to be horrible and terrible, but we can't just shut down. 
because I know what the daisy chain is. At the end of the daisy chain, it's where all of us deposit our money. That's where it ends. It ends with those banks. The same banks that, lo and behold, what was it? A week ago? A week ago. The Federal Reserve finally made public to us how long they've known. Who knows how long they know? My guess is they've known since the beginning that the banks were deliberately misrepresenting their collateral loan obligations, these securitized things that I was, here's one example of them, right, the apartments, acting like they had, and here's the thing, it wasn't millions less, it wasn't billions less. They misrepresented by trillions of dollars. And now this is this is just kind of what I'm thinking. Right? I know a certain percentage of mortgages. What's the number? Is it 10%? Is it 15% like uh FHA says? Right? I'd like to believe that the FHA and stuff they'll be the highest. That conventional number is probably going to be the lowest. And the most recent data I saw, conventionals were still at 7% not paying. That math doesn't work. Because it's all, it doesn't work. That's too much. They need that number well, you know, they need that number like three. You know, maybe they can handle, you know, four, it gets iffy. Anything over 4%, it's no good. But the renters... This number's huge. It's the same with the commercial real estate number. I think those numbers go hand in hand. You look at how many people aren't paying their rent, that's at least how many people aren't paying the rent on their on their commercial real estates as well. Because let's face it, who works at these little places? Right? A lot of renters, right? Because these are going to be a lot of minimum wage, lower wage type jobs, right? A lot of your employees rent. You're a small business owner. You got a lot of employees that are renters. And that daisy chain, you keep following that daisy chain, it ends up with the bank. And the bank's been lying the whole time about what their real obligations are. What all happens now, right? The government's giving them a pass by by putting the quote unquote moratorium on it. And then you got guys like Jim Cramer coming out on TV today saying, hey, listen, we've got a V-shaped recovery in one place, Wall Street. That's it. Everywhere else, there is no recovery. And and again, I don't know how it's all going to play out. I mean, when you look at the numbers out of Las Vegas, they're saying that in the next 15 days, you could see a massive wave of people being thrown out of their properties. And, you, and, you, and now you're, you're, you're starting to look at it and you're saying, okay, according to the numbers in Las Vegas, 249,700 people could be evicted. 
That's that's their number. So 250,000 people in Las Vegas alone. What do we do with them? Where do they go? Where do they end up? And you start to understand this is just one city. And I know Vegas has a higher percentage of renter, but not by that. I mean, 40 to 47, okay, it's a little higher. And you, and you start doing the math, and you're like, what are we doing? What are we possibly talking about? And, and, and then you find out Congress is gone. They went home. Right? Their job's done. They got Wall Street bailed out. It's wonderful. Don't worry. Let's not tell you that your banks are all on the hook for all these things, and let's not bring it up and, and nobody talk about it. Problem. I, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I just I just give you the numbers. This is this is what the realities are. And, and then I think about okay, if you throw them out, who's going to rent it in their place? It's not like you got two hundred fifty more thousand people waiting to rent something. Patriot Radio News Hour. You see what the problem is. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You know what's interesting is today is Fed Day. You know this is how unimportant it's become. I didn't even know it was a the Fed meeting was happening. So you normally you know they have the two day meeting, the press conference. Gold's down today, and I couldn't. Why is gold down? Oh, it's a Fed meeting, of course. And and. I wonder if Jay Powell's going to talk about this. I, I bet you he doesn't. Now, here's the one thing I will tell you. I believe he is going to be very, 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 very dovish. Uh, the pullback today, I expect it to be short-lived. We'll see. But I, I, I expect it to be incredibly dovish. That's, in other words, the data they're looking at doesn't look very good it's going to be i don't know what they're going to say i'm thinking that they're probably going to put the blame on congress and saying hey you it's up to the government now they've done all they can right we've tried to backstop it all i mean i don't know but that's at 2:30 eastern so we'll see uh what happens there but that's my expectations is is they're going to come out and Forget about rate hikes. No one's even going to talk about a rate hike. There's not a rate hike as far as the eye can see. Uh, are, will they address their balance sheet? I think they'll do their best to minimize that. They don't want to tell you. They'll want to tell you, oh, well, rately, it's not that bad. It's not growing that fast. Which it isn't, right? I mean, obviously, we went from $4 trillion to $7 trillion almost overnight. So, yeah, it's not growing that fast. But all the data points are starting to look like we should expect a massive increase in the Fed's balance sheet because I don't know where all these derivatives go. I mean, right now, who's buying an apartment's derivative? Anybody? You buying it? Right? Uh, You buying mortgage-backed securities right now? Are you really? Right, so the Fed has been the one that's been promising to buy this stuff. It'll be interesting. I don't know. I mean, uh, just based on the numbers, I gotta believe a lot of these 
these uh, REITs and, and, and these uh, securitizations, which don't trade very often, are well, way underwater. And if the bank had to mark to market, the losses would be in the hundreds of billions. And for a lot of banks, it'll be in the trillions. It's going to be interesting. So that's at 2.30 today. How about Boeing? Things just keep getting worse. Uh, cancellations continue to pile up. Boeing, which already announced 16,000 layoffs, announced uh, yesterday that's not enough. Uh, that they're cutting production even farther, uh, slowing down the amount of planes to be delivered for years now. Now, uh, not only for 2020, 2021, now 2022. Uh, Boeing is hoping that more people will take the buyout. Instead of termination uh, of the 16,000, the first round, uh, only 5,500 took it. So only a third of the people took the buyouts. Everybody else is like, dude, I need a job. I need a job. And, and so uh, Boeing's not releasing how many, how many more layoffs are coming uh, but if I, I, I was a betting man, I would, I would probably say, what, five to 10,000 more? And then remember the daisy chain there, all the people that supply Boeing. Right now, all of them got to react to that. Okay, well, so, oh, I got to lay off. And, 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 and we still have the airline industry itself and that next big wave of layoffs, which is due at the end of, of, end of September. I don't know. Again. I think we're going to see jobless claims. They're going to be over 500,000 for a while. I mean, I know we we just broke a million, but the days of 200, 225, 230,000, you know, the lowered, those are gone. They're gone. And 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 until we can open up and, and get going, I don't know what we're looking at. I mean, I don't know every state in the union. I don't. But most of these schools, they're not open. Right? It's virtual. Another stress, right, on, on the two-parent working household or, hey, I'm a, I'm a single parent. I got to go to work. Right? And the kids and all of this, I... I don't know. If, if we can't send the kids back to school, uh, it's going to be a while. And, and everything I see, everybody's closing. You know, uh, my son, he's a great example. His college, they're not opening. It's virtual for the whole semester. We're seeing more and more of that. Look at the college campuses that let the kids come back to be in the dorms. Now, why would they do that? Well, they need the money, right? Let's face it. It's a money thing. And now all of them are canceling their classes and going online because they've had breakouts and all of these other things. And, and, and again, I'm just looking at this financially. When can we expect these businesses to be open? Uh, airlines today announced travel is still down 85%. You want to get on an airplane? No. Nobody wants to get on an airplane. And and I don't know. I don't know how it all works, how all these bills get paid. I just sit there and say, 
Okay. Obviously bad for the people that uh, are out of work, that are renters out of work, that pay mortgages. Uh, the extra 600 bucks is gone. Uh, there's At least for now, doesn't look like anybody's going to get anything above what the state pays, at least through August. I mean, Congress gets back the second week of September. And then follow the daisy chain down to the end user, which is where where does those unpaid mortgages, where, where, where do they end up? And they end up where we put our money. They end up in the banks. And you should know this, and all of us know this. We know this. The banks can't have 5% of anybody not pay, except maybe credit cards, right? Credit cards, right? But look at credit cards. Look at the interest rate they charge. What's an? In- I don't even know. I pay my credit cards off every month. But what's the interest rate on a credit card? 17, 18, 20%? Housing right now, what is it? Under 4%. Heck, I've heard some people got less than 3 Can't have 5%, 6%, 7%, 10% not pay. Even junk bonds, they're yielding 4 or 5 It's not enough. There's not enough there for them to survive it. I don't know how it all works. Patriot Radio News Hour. All right. Hey, when we get back, I've got an item that we haven't had for a long, long time. Coming up next. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, uh, waiting on the Federal Reserve. Gold is down, uh, was down 60, down 40. Uh, Silver's down 60 cents. And again, get used to this. Get used to it. It's hard. You know, you think about we had gold up 50 and 30, now now down 40. I mean, that's it's just going to be the new normal. I mean, uh, you know, gold's a lot more stable than silver, but volatility is going to be here. Bigger moves uh, are coming. Uh, and again, it's just because of the amount of money that's out there. Now, I've got, a, I got an item. I don't have very many. They're in Colorado. They're physically in our hands in Colorado. We're talking about the U.S. Silver Eagle, which all of you know. I've educated all of you. Uh, the Mint's not producing. Well, they're, I shouldn't say they're not producing. They are. But because of how the Mint is set up, they only can operate one press at a time. And they only can run, you know, one day I can run silver today. I can't run it. I got to run gold tomorrow or something else. So the production is way, way down. The U.S. Mint sells to bullion banks. Of course, we have relationships with those bullion banks. Ours is in California, as an example. They buy a hundred, five hundred cases at a time. The bullion bank sets the price. I'm sorry. Uh, the distributor, the mint distributor, the, the, these, the eight banks set the price. The mint charges a flat fee, but the bullion bank doesn't care what the mint charges. Okay, so the mint 
normally charges like $2 over whatever its cost was. Well, the bullion banks, they set the price. And as I've been telling you, you especially like, like this week, you can't find a Silver Eagle. You can't find them for $10, $12 over spot. And the reason you can't is right now, matter of fact, I had Arlene talk to our bullion bank this morning. And we just asked, hey, do you got any? Which he didn't. He laughed. But take the spot price. So right now you got spot silver at $27, and I'll, I'll call it $27.50. But let me, let me pull up, because uh, they use London. That's New York. They don't use New York. I don't know why. Um, so you got $27.50. Add $6.75. Right, so that's thirty-four dollars and twenty-five cents, and then, then, then of course, right? Hey, the, the guy that's selling to me, I right, they got to make some money. They got to do all that stuff, right? And this is how you get a price. How do you get to ten dollars over spot? That's how, right? I mean, if if, if it's going to cost you, and it costs anywhere, now that's. That's if you have a relationship with the bullion bank and they have it. Most bullion banks are always out. They're out. So when you go to the secondary market, now you got to add another couple of dollars. Now all of a sudden you got a cost of 36 and a quarter. So cost on a Silver Eagle right now is anywhere from 36 and a quarter to 34 and a quarter to 36 and a quarter. Uh, Jason had some silver walk through the door. We've got 22 rolls of silver eagles left. We're going to sell them at $35. So a roll of silver eagles would be $700, which is essentially, we'll just let's just call it what it is. We'll sell them at cost. Anywhere else, I looked around this morning, the cheapest you're going to find, one guy, you know, and, and, and the guy that I didn't trust was like at 37 Most places are at somewhere between 38 to $40, uh, so $700 a roll. And you know, and you're like, God, that's that's a lot. You know, spot's $27.50, I'm paying 35 bucks an ounce. But even, you know, look at junk silver. I mean, right now, junk silver, you're, you're going to be paying close to 34 bucks. So, uh, really, when you think about it, this is the first time in, in, since March where a Silver Eagle's been somewhat affordable, but the, we just don't have very many. So, there's 22 rolls left. They're all in Colorado. And already, listen, I've, there's one line open, 800-951-0592. Uh, just stay on hold. We'll get you in your order. You call. Obviously, it won't make it through the rest of the show, but that's the idea. I just want to flip them, want to get out of them, and, and move on to the next one. Uh, 22 rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles. You get 20 ounces in a roll. You know, they're in their mint tubes. 800-951-0592. I mean, you could buy them for me, turn around, and sell them on eBay next week and make money. I mean, if that's what you want to do. I just don't want to deal with it. I want to get out of them. 800 951 
0592. I got room for one more caller. Uh, and, and we'll see. You know, you think about uh, where silver's going, right? We're talking about, listen, I'm really comfortable. And the next, I, I know, in the next 12 months, and, and it's going to be sooner than that, but the next 12 months, silver, gold's going to be, gold's going to be three grand. Just is. Because the debt's not stopping. Right? Wait, I, I don't know what the Fed's going to say. I'm, I'm, I can't wait for when they got to talk about who's going to hold the bag when 30% of apartments aren't being paid for, when 30% of commercial real estate isn't being paid for, when 10% of homes aren't being paid for. The math doesn't work. I mean, silver's going to be 50. I, how about this? New all-time highs and silver is going to come. 2021? Right. 800-951-0592. Picture Radio News Hour. One more segment on this Wednesday. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, try to get an update. Uh, Arlene is still working through the phones. I appreciate too. Uh, you know, most people are just buying two or three rolls, so so others have that opportunity. Uh, that that's really nice of you guys. I appreciate that. Uh, whatever's left on our Silver Eagles, uh, seven hundred dollars a roll. Which, believe it or not, that's that's not bad, really. I mean, it's the cheapest in the country. I know that. And uh, really, when you think about where the silver premiums are, uh, even on the junk silver side, uh, that that's not not a bad not a bad thing. So, um, anyhow, I'll, I'll try to get you an update on that uh, but there's not that many i know that this is at least the fourth or fifth person so uh on the gold side i had a gold special today i sold it before we got on the air if you want to uh the best thing i've got going right now I'll just tell you the best thing that i have uh twenty dollar gold at two thousand two hundred and twenty five dollars uh that's that's the best thing i've got on gold right now uh the the ten dollar pieces uh, at 11:40, uh, I tell you what, I I can do the tens at 11:30, but that that's again, and it's just difficult. Uh, here is a great day to buy because I think this is going to be a quick pullback uh, because the the Fed's going to come out and Jay Powell's going to be dovish as you know what. Um, I don't think they'll talk negative rates. I don't think they'll talk about a digital currency. I think you'll hear them say, "Hey, we're here." We're going to backstop everything, blah, blah, blah. Uh, no rate cuts, right? Forget. We're not cutting rates in this year, next year, maybe the year after, right? I mean, they're going to do all of that and, and try to dodge and avoid uh, any other questions about who's going to eat all the losses, right? Who's going to eat all the losses? I mean, the the the... The jobs, the 30 million people aren't going back to work. And and really, when you think about it, look at the layoffs. I didn't even get to all the layoffs. The company RFI, who I'd never heard of, they're a survey taker company. They're huge. We got like 6,000 employees just laid off uh, 1,200 people and said, you know, we, what can we do? We can't go back to work. We can't, we can't do it. There's not enough, blah, 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 layoffs. Boeing laying off thousands again. Uh, you know, we talked about the airline industry. For everyone that's going back to work, 
What are we looking at? Is it one-to-one? Where one person goes back to work, another one gets laid off? I, I don't think it's there, but it's really close. For every one person going back to work, there's probably three-quarters of a person that isn't. Right? So, hey, for every three people that go to work, two people are getting laid off. That's a long way for us to come back down. we got 30 million people, you know, and... and I, I, I just don't know what Congress is thinking. I don't know what the Federal Reserve is thinking. Uh, and Wall Street, listen, those, again, is Apple worth $2 trillion? I guess so. Right? Really, we shouldn't even have Wall Street anymore. We should just have, like, the seven companies, right? A- Apple, Microsoft, Google, right, Amazon, right? here. These are the only stocks you can buy, right? Because all of the rest of them are just crap. I mean, it's not that... It's not that bad, but it's that, I mean, it, it really is. I mean, 80 to 90% of the cus, uh, companies on the S&P probably aren't worth it. Patriot Radio News Hour. I know, I wish I had better news. Uh, I, I, I will be back tomorrow. I have a doctor's appointment today, but I'll be back tomorrow. Everyone take care. Bless everybody. And uh, I'll have better news tomorrow, I promise. I'll find some good news.